A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. together now ladies and gentlemen welcome to the football ramble my name is marcus Speller and jim campbell's here hello luke moore is with us all right pete donaldson is present hello everyone oh here we are once again now cristiano ronaldo said on the jonathan ross show recently that he wants to end his football career with dignity and not play in the u.s qatar or dubai dignity did he see that film that what? Made? there's what? nothing dignified about that <laughs> exactly. film he just put out. exactly he's not watched it doesn't mean he hasn't it watched was there. it yeah yeah, yeah. Um, well, what would you like to see old Ronnie do with his time after he hangs up his boots, Jim? This is not so much what I'd like to see him do. This is more like what I think he will do. Uh, I think he'll just be one of those professional flash people. 
Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, like yeah. He's really, really minted, isn't he? So like I can imagine rich kids of Instagram. Those yeah, those, mm. those sort of people, yeah. or, or even like a sort of Richard Branson type, where he does, ha- you know, he has a has a business, but he's very much the face of it. Mm. Um, so I think he'll buy an island, which he'll call Ronaldo's Island. He's already bought like, an island for his mate, though. Well, well, there you go. He's mm. got previous already. Oh, he knows so how to do he'll it. He'll get a much, much better, bigger island <laughs> yeah. than his no, mate. He's, he's got an island broker, Marcus. Just take yeah. it in the game. Just take it back. I'll change my mind. It's mine. You just, you just, you know, keeping it warm for me. Land grab. Yeah, and then um, he'll call it Ronaldo's Island, and it'll be like this sort of playboy pleasure resort where you just go over there and you'd be really rich. But he'll challenge every guest to just play him at loads of different sports all the time, and he'll, he'll make sure he always wins. He's never off he's the so, snooker table. No, never yeah. off the snooker table. And he's, <laughs> he's only taking a break from snooker to just, like, just beat someone at ping pong. You know you know, there's those chalkboards next to pool tables in bars, just yeah. Cristiano every yeah, single time. Yeah, just all over yeah. it. And oh, it's me like, up next. Yeah. It, would seem, it would seem like a really fun place to go from the bro but you get there and it, it would get weird and oh. tedious and annoying that you keep just making you play sport. High lie again, Cristiano. Brilliant. <laughs> Can't wait. Oh, oh, good slam dunk. <laughs> yeah. He'd Thanks. win all the sport and then people would say, well, has Messi won uh, any of these games? <laughs> he and would go, say that. Yeah, well, he would. And people yeah. would say, well, uh, in, in, you know, is Messi going to play? Well, he's not turned up to the island. Yeah, well, I, 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 keep, I keep entering him into the arm wrestling competition <laughs> yeah. and he keeps not turning up, and which technically is a win for me. And he's forfeiting. And when you fly, What's he scared of? And when you yeah. fly off the island um, to get through the customs, you've actually just got to go, oh, yeah, Cristiano, yeah, yeah, you are the best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> otherwise you can't get off. I'd imagine he'd, right. he'd always be wearing white suits as well, probably with Ronaldo 7 on the back and <laughs> of, of every piece of clothing he owns. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely no shoes or socks. No, yeah. no The need. whitest of linen yeah. and the brownest of toes. Would he greet you, though, as you, as you walk through customs? But it would be like... No, uh, lookalikes would greet you. Okay. All, all the staff <laughs> would have to have surgery yeah, to look yeah, like yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. But it would be like when... Um, that door that Mr. Burns has for returning employees, you'd have to crawl through the little door. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then come up. Yeah, so in, in other words, it looks like you're worshipping him when yeah. you come out the other side. I like that. <laughs> well done, Jim. Yeah. Luke. Uh, I think he'd do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go for that as well. Yeah. 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 You're your answer. No, I'm not. A- add Bond villain to it, and although, it's a different answer. Yeah. Although mine is sort of similar in a more sort of low key way. I did think about this. I genuinely thought about what job he'd be suited for, and I just come up with a state agent. I think he would just be in the state. He, he wears the suit. He's got the tan. Mm. He's, he probably knows his way around quite a lot of big houses, so he can knows all the sort of ins and outs of of, of property and stuff mm. like that. And he's got that smile, so he'll probably better get secure some business. Um, he'd have absolutely no problem with sort of sucking up and sliming up to the boss and uh, and uh, working his way up the greasy pole of uh, of real estate. So I think he would probably be um, an estate agent, the greasiest yeah. of all the poles. Mm. And he wouldn't understand why Pitt would live in anything other than a mansion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, by the way, you probably can't afford this one. It's out of your range. But I thought I'd show you around it just to show you the sort of house I live in. Right. <laughs> get back in the car. Get back in the Mini Cooper. We're going, we're going down the road. Going to take you down the gym. <laughs> and if any house has got a sea view, he'd point out the window. Just just go see when he did that weird celebration oh, when he yeah. won the yeah. uh, was it the Ballon d'Or he won it was the Ballon d'Or and he went see and everyone's like oh what are you doing man he's mm. pumped up yeah don't buy a sea view house no. a house with a sea view of uh, Cristiano Ronaldo is the moral of that well, don't story don't buy it anyway because it's chance either might that the, um, the you know, soil erosion he's probably yeah. not accredited mm. Mm. yeah and that as well Peter yeah. um, so about five years ago stick me on this one <laughs> uh, five years ago uh, Ireland uh, gave away free cheese from the EU cheese mountain. 
Yep. Sounds nothing, a wonderful place. Well, I mean, they were under under the cosh for their terrible abortion record, etc., etc. So they thought vote winning will give away a lot of EU cheese. Irish mature cheddar, was it? Yeah, no, no, I think it was just cheddar, just normal cheddar. I don't think it wasn't even Irish mature. Play it, was, it safe. It's it quite. It was quite. Uh, it's quite weaker, as I recall, the cheese experts at the time. But then we didn't hear anything from it. No. Which makes me wonder <sighs> whether people can grate it. I mean, so. Get his abs, yes, and get the Irish to grate their cheese on his abs. So <laughs> if you want to be, if you want to be European, Luke, I've got an issue. You've had here, your Pete. turn. And just, to be fair, hang on. I think we should let Pete finish. I it. think Marcus is perilously close to actually getting on board with this, and I'm yeah. worried. Yeah, and I'm, I'm worried. Yeah, same. Just allow. I never do, thought I'd hear me say this. It's not driving Miss Marcus. I'd like to hear more from Pete, please. <laughs> so I worry because it's all gone quiet on the Irish cheese front. That. They have been unable to grate it, and there aren't enough graters in Ireland. So, if you want to be European Player of the Year, yeah, you you got to be the European Cheese Grater of the Year. Grater of now the year. lay down on the bed and let's get grating. That's right. You're a great player. I'm a greater player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and we'll be through that. Rescue. EU. Thank him. No. Thank him. No. Wordplay will never rescue anything. <laughs> Unless it's a life jacket and it's and it's got words on it. You don't know until you try. No. Just Good. we should clarify that was not wordplay, what you just did. No. No, what he did. Yeah, but you've just talked about a life jacket with words on it. That's no. not wordplay. No, I said it? it won't save anything. Okay, if fine. it's got oh, words right. on it, okay. and, and, a, and, a, and a life circle thing is a zero, isn't it, or a not? Mark, Marcus worked so hard to rescue this. <laughs> yeah, and we're back in the sea. Yeah, good. <laughs> two yeah. ganars, Pete. Two, two ganars. Two ganars. <laughs> Just give me the points and let's move on. All right, I think he should be a cleaner because then when he cleaned up a room or a, or a kitchen or office space, yeah. he could announce after the cleaning's been completed that the area was messy, but it's no longer thanks to him. Yeah, OK. Yeah, okay. on the messy thing. Yeah, Jim, <laughs> Jim, that other guy. Jim's got the points. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh dear. Let's move on quickly to Bugger the international off. friendly. Spain versus England. Oh, Spain didn't get any points because it was a friendly. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is the one thing they could be sad about. <laughs> the joke's yeah. on you, Spain. <laughs> Letting Santi Gazzola score. Oh, dear. <laughs> Uh, Mario with a lovely one. Oh, that was beautiful. Fantastic goal. Such an enjoyable goal. It was England outrageous had, swivel kick. England had defended pretty well <laughs> up to then, and it, they'd, they'd reduced Spain to very few proper chances. In fact, yeah. if any, really, there are a few half chances. Mm. And thousands and thousands of passes. <laughs> oh, 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 all the, they have all the possession you want. But it was just it was just annoying that England had actually dug in quite deep. Yeah. And then that happens, and you just think, oh, for crying out loud. Yeah, the coverage of the game on radio particularly really annoyed me because... Um, Everyone seemed to be missing the point that clearly England uh, were second FA, best. Had, yeah, they were, but at the range this game and these types of games yeah. for a reason, right? So, we, Marcus, you talk about it quite uh, quite um, extensively before on the show, saying that you know England have to take the game to teams all the time competitively. So when that gets to a tournament um, situation, it's not the only problem, but it's one of the big problems that they don't know how to play reactively and hit teams on the break and, and, mm. and deal with it when a team is better than them or coming at them. And you need to be able to do that. And if you look, a classic example of that is Greece at Euro 2004. Mm. They weren't the best team by any means, but they managed to do it. Or Italy in general. They're a great example of a successful team who've Indeed. known that mm. and, and been able to execute it. So if you do play that type of game against a better team, I think there is an element that you have to say, if Mario Gaspar scores a goal like that, you've actually got to go, well, yeah, fair oh, well. enough. Yeah, Maybe you could have got tied I mean, to him, but I mean, it's a great goal. Yeah, he, but he was marked. That's what's yeah. insane about it. It was yeah. chipped into him. He was marked. He's a right back, and he still did that. that exactly. Absolutely. But it was quite an unorthodox finish as it well. Was. Yeah. The way he threw himself But if it's a coach Emmanuel and they say, oh, you know, he's he's there, sort of side onto goal, however many yards The out, ball's up in an awkward there, position. Yeah. The ball's coming over his shoulder. 
Is there danger there? Yes, there bloody well is. Yeah. <laughs> but there's nothing you can do about when it. When Super Mario's around there, is Exactly. So, so I, th- I think the problem with England, though, is when they... There, there are other problems, of course. I mean, they don't keep hold of the ball properly. I think the first goal or the second goal, one of them came from Sterling giving the ball away quite cheaply. Yeah. Um, second goal at Hearts could have done better with a kick in. Yeah. And he was yeah, yeah, definitely. he also switched off assuming the offside would be given when it wasn't. And because all his finish was exquisite. Yeah. Another brilliant one. But yeah, there was, there a, was certainly bo- culpability in that goal. It's a bugbear reminds you of that. The, the, the appeal for offside type business. Don't worry about it. it happens yeah. all the time. Yeah. If you're a goalkeeper, especially, do not worry about it. Mm. I've never once um seen a linesman. Uh, or an assistant referee give a flag for offside because someone's appealed for it. It's not a, cr- yeah, it's yeah. Not a wicket in cricket. <laughs> yeah. Just get on with yeah, the you game. Can't submit a request. No, <laughs> save it anyway. And if it gets offside, all well and good. But don't it, gamble on it. It's, it's not far away from someone hitting the bar and going, oh, God, just give us it. Yeah, that was close. <laughs> far off. Yeah. It's like Hawkeye in tennis. You're allowed one. Yeah. You're allowed you're one challenge. wavy of the arms. You're allowed yeah. a challenge. Yeah, yeah. You've had your one. Yeah. Uh, but, I, but I did think, this, just to finish quickly, yeah, I, yeah. I thought a lot of the problems that England have suffer from, and hopefully some of the things that Royal Hodgson is trying to iron out over the next six months or so is this problem about the, the team in possession mm. about how I don't know how you guys feel about it but I, I, I feel like when I see another team a, a good international side play mm-hmm. which I don't think England are necessarily um, their touch seems to be automatic yes they, they look after the ball properly they, yep. they're, they're always already looking at what they're going to do next mm-hmm. when the ball comes to them mm-hmm. I just think it, it seems a bit laboured when it comes to England for mm-hmm. some reason you, no, you're absolutely right I think it's, it's easy for us we could sit here and go well same old story for England they were outclassed they didn't create much, et cetera, and so on. And you would be right saying that. However, I think it's a bit more nuanced than that. I mean, they did have an awful lot of injuries. Yes. So it was, um, it's an odd team, isn't it? You it, can't imagine a team like that going out mm. in a tournament and, unless we had an right. absolute injury crisis before it. And did Spain create much? You well, know, then, this I mean? was the we, point. We limited them to, to, to very few chances, which is... I, I don't think it was the, the worst performance in the yeah. world. Go on, do positive. something great. Do it. Oh, you have. <laughs> Yeah, oh, <laughs> you've got that in your locker as well. Have, yeah, oh, you, no, but you are right it. again. But still, it, you know that's it could have been far worse. I, I mean, I, the, the scoreline isn't as bad as it makes it mm. sound. Um, I was very impressed by Nolito. Uh, he's twenty nine. He's only got he's five ha- caps. He's having a good season as yeah, well. Yeah, he, he is for, for Celta Vigo. He's called an absolute screamer against Real Madrid recently, which is what you have to do against them, which is, I guess, why these Spanish players are so good at it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's the kind of player that couldn't get in the squad before because, you know, they've had this hugely, amazingly successful mm. generation. And there's all these guys that are just still winning first caps. Yeah. Like, this guy's ridiculous. Well, but that not that the point, though, that Nolito has to play out of his skin and it takes him to the age of 29 or, or however old he was when, he, when he's yeah. put a few caps together. And it's kind of like, right, now you're playing at our level, Nolito, you can play for the national team. <laughs> and isn't that the way it's meant to be? Yeah, very, very much <laughs> so. I, find, I've, I, I found it hard to find um, definitive facts about this. And I did ask on Twitter, but no one could really tell me one way or the other. I think there might be um, fewer Eng- English players who start regularly in the Premier League that haven't been called up than have. Wow. And I think, Ooh, I, I, I don't, I'm not saying it's definitely true, but to my mind, and from the research I've looked into it, and, and it looks like that might be the case, which is an absolutely terrible <laughs> indictment of the state of English football. Mm. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, come on to the squad again in, in a minute, but, but you know, I mean, that, that cannot be a healthy situation. As, yeah. as you've just touched on, Marcus, you want competitiveness, competition for places. And England is nowhere near that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, Although, it's, it's embarrassing. Said, I mean, it's, is that not indicative of the fact that a lot of people have been tried and haven't worked out and then they haven't come back into the squad? One thing that we were all worried about was the squad being stale. For so long, we just had the same faces just getting in there over and over and over again with the Gerard Lampard in the middle, you know, Business, fast yeah. that it became. And I think this is maybe 
perhaps too far the other the other way, but we were crying mm, but, out for that. But, we were crying I mean, out for new blood. Just on that, Michael Cox did a really interesting piece on ESPN about um, the generation of players that England have that were born. Uh, let me get this right, between 1982 and 1988. And the reason he was saying that is because that is, in his mind, the the generation that are going to be experienced and need to be relied upon for next yep. summer's tournament. Mm. And he lists a load of other top teams that have got, top countries that have got players from that. From that um, so players sort of between the age of 26, 27 yeah, and 33. Yeah, that type of thing. And, and he said the only players that England have that you could legitimately call world-class who ha- or who have been top-class at any point... Uh, are Joe Hart and Wayne Rooney. The other players England have um, in the squad or, or certainly selected here and there um, are Phil Jagielka, Leighton Baines, James Milner, Gary Cahill, Adam Lallana, Fraser Forster and Jamie Vardy. Well, Mark Mark Carrick? Um, you'd, you'd I think, I think he's. I think he might just be out of the range. He's, a he's touch 34, older. I yeah. think. Okay, so, so okay. If we, if we include Carrick as well, that's fine. Yeah. That's still only three. Yeah, I, yeah that's not my yeah. ace card. No, ah, no, you're forgetting yeah. Luke <laughs> yeah. so, so the problem, the problem England have got to worry about then for next summer, and, and I guess they don't really want to worry about it actually because there's nothing they can do about it, is that they're not going to have a, a seasoned amount of, of experienced players yeah. who, who really do anything at the t- at international level consistently. I think... With with the exception possibly of James Milner, who I think is underrated and probably yeah. is dealt a little bit harshly by being in that bracket. Other than that, it's it's worrying. But that is that's only worrying if you're looking at England as um, contenders to win it, which I, I don't think realistically we are. Are we? No, maybe not. But I think you know you, I think there's an argument to be made certainly that England could be more competitive. Oh, absolutely. In the tournament itself. Yeah, I, I think uh, what you say there, Luke, about the, the older players, I mean, was it Wayne Rooney or, or Cahill was saying that in the dressing room, they're actually, they actually take a back seat in the kind of the, the fun and frolics that happen and, and the lols and bants mm. because it's the younger players who are all together. You know, a lot of them have played together at, mm. at certain levels. Yeah. And so the older guys actually, it's you know, they, they've probably grown up as younger players in the England squad and seen the older guys dominate the dressing room. And then it's been kind of flipped reverse. And you can argue that's good. You can argue that's bad. I think going back to what Jim said about the, the same old squad, you, you did have that, you know, the same sort of group of players. And we thought, well, they're used to losing. They're used to um, being defeated at tournaments and so on and so forth. If you've got some youngsters in there who don't have that, then maybe that could make a difference. But unfortunately with England, it doesn't seem to matter whether it's a no. fresh-faced young squad yeah. and or experienced squad, a bit of everything. Well, the, the, the problems remain far more deep-rooted than well, that. Yeah, absolutely. It all goes back to the, um, you know, the lack of uh, a sensible approach at proper, proper youth level and the, the lack of coaches um, in England. It's prohibitively expensive for a lot of people to become coaches. Well, so these two things combined mm. just mean that we're just, we fall so far short well, of the standards set by other countries yeah. at, at younger ages. I think Patrice Everett, I may have said this on, a, on the show last week or the week before, so forgive me if I'm going over old ground, but Patrice Everett said in an interview recently that in, in the Premier League, you know, it's more like a boxing match between between teams and whatnot. And he said even at the... How old Patrice Everett? 33, 34? Yeah, something like that. possibly even He's certainly older. in his 30s. And he said that he's learned even more about the game being in Italy, you know, more like a chess match, that kind of thing. And he said the problem for the England team is they go to international football, but they don't have... The likes of uh, well, I don't know, well, Patrick or whoever it is, the foreign players that make up the teams in the Premier League. Uh, you know those Arsenal players. Oxley Chamberlain doesn't have Özil putting balls out to him, or Santi Cazorla setting yeah. him up, or or yeah, Walcott doesn't have That's that, okay, that sure, kind of yeah. thing. So when you take away all that kind of stuff, you're left with players who are used to kind of going toe to toe, straight on sparring kind of matches. They need to be more crafty, which is why yeah. we see Italy, if, if, for example. Okay, they went out in the first round with us, but the previous championships they were in the final against Spain, obviously lost four nil. We see those teams be a bit more crafty. 
and a bit more intelligent. We saw that when Juventus went away to Manchester City in, in, in the Champions yeah. League as well, when Juve not having a good start to the season. And I know Man City have been terrible, but you know there's a little point in there perhaps. And in England, against Spain, you know the Spanish, it just seemed very easy for them. England got the ball, and often when it went back to Joe Hart, he would boot it long. Now, yeah. when Spain got the ball at the back, they would come out. Now, that's obviously because Hodgson said, right, let's play zone and keep off. But I felt very sorry for Michael Carrick, who was meant to get the ball off the back line and then try and pick a pass. But he was closed down so much. And England, yeah. But England's football was a bit tidier. It was a little bit tidier. But I wanted to say on that game particularly that you know, the stuff that we know Spain are better than England at, I mean, you don't want to worry about short term. It's not for us to worry about at the moment. We just call it as we see it. And yeah. you know, it's not, that sort of stuff's not going to be sorted uh, in the short term anyway. No, absolutely. But the stuff that England can do well, I still don't think they're good enough at anyway. No, I agree they, with they you. Don't, they don't react well enough when losing the ball. And there's absolutely no excuse yeah. for that. They don't, um, like I said, their touch doesn't tend to be on it. They didn't um, break very well. They don't break quickly. Sterling's got, Sterling yeah. was very off the ball. Harry Kane had a few sights at goal. He had he some did. chances. And yeah. it was a shame he didn't score right at the well, end because it would have just been a cycle logical boost he yeah. worked hard but he was he was pretty isolated and I think something that was really evident in England's play is they they looked panicked in possession they always they knew did. that they Spain were going to get closed down a, a lot mm. it, but it was almost it was more than Spain actually doing it it was the fear of it as well so their mm. passing was just off as, as is so often the case and if you give the ball away against Spain you got you, you know you're gonna have to wait five minutes to get yeah. it back I, I think it's crucial and, and, and do you think also just to pick up on what you're saying earlier about say for example Oxide Chamberlain and Ozil or whatever um, and also Chambers is a technically very, fairly good football player so it's not maybe the best example but if you've got a player an English player playing in the Premier League right? so say James Milner and Coutinho right and they are being pressed. They are being pressured and harried in possession. James Milner knows, and this is no disrespect to James Milner because he's, he's the type of player he is, but he knows if I give that ball to Philip Coutinho, he can keep hold of it. He'll yeah, look after yeah, it. Yeah. He'll give me a breather. He'll give me an extra couple of seconds and it makes the whole thing a lot easier. And I wonder whether England have got enough of those players and, yeah. I, and I suspect they probably I agree. Haven't. I agree with you, and which is why that um, Hodgson is so keen to have well, it, I mean, it really is Wilshire, probably with, with two more industrious players in there. And he, I mean, Carrick will have to play if Wilshire's injured. Carrick will f- probably feature quite a lot for England, just through kind of default. I know he's a bit old. I mean, I think Carrick's an excellent player. Uh, and, and and which is why, you know, at the time of recording, the France game's obviously not happened. Um, but I would expect him actually to play Shelby in there. Whether I don't think Shelby's perhaps good enough at that level, but he's the only type of player maybe in, in, in that kind of mould that England have. And you think... Do England play two defensive midfielders behind someone like Ross Barkley? Well, England mm. don't really have that. I know Deli Alley and, and Dyer play that there for Spurs, but it's very early days. I, I, think, I think I think on that stuff, I, I want to talk a bit about the squad as well, and this is a nice way of sort of going on to it. Um, I think that I, I don't think Hodgson casts his net wide enough either. I think that what I've said about um, the players being called up, more players being called up than not play, called up. I still think he calls up the wrong players a lot of the time. Mm. I think it's a bit embarrassing that he's called up Jesse Lingard. I think there are. Pl- I, I tried to have Mason's look. been called up as well, he which has, makes a bit more. But he hasn't sense. really played much football. He's been injured. He had a good season last year. He did very much so. But but there are players now who are in form and fit who have <laughs> never got a look at England. And if you look at why why is he starting with Fabian Delph when Delph's played thirty minutes of football yeah. all season? True, but Delph could be a useful player for England next but summer. So, but so could I mean you just I mean the reason this is, I brought this up is because you said Carrick will play a lot next summer which I agree with and if especially if Wilshire Car- Carrick's injured so he won't be playing against yeah. France we're dropping and, like flies yeah but why don't I not pick up someone like Jack Cork who's, who's, who's well, an, he, I mean he's not been that great recently Swansea have dropped off a little bit but he had an excellent September and he's and he's a, exactly that type of player and he's not even mentioned in the, in the conversation let alone called up and had a look at I mean Hodgson doesn't even want to look at him in but training it, but it's, it's more that he calls players up and then he just he just discards them a, a, a match after that exactly. and it's kind of like mm. what can you learn from a player from 60 minutes of football they might be having a stinker what their international career is over and then. it's new for them as well so it's a yeah. whole new experience but players like Scott Dan I mean, Scott Dan is in absolutely fantastic form like, and Danny Drinkwater is playing very well Let's 
Leicester are third in the league. Michael Brighton, Leicester are third in the league. Michael and, Brighton's played every and, game. And to be honest, yeah. uh, it's a home ground. Wembley is is a pretty pretty crappy pitch. You know, it's a pretty crappy pitch. It's a big old pitch as well. Mm. And players that play for I don't know West Ham aren't going to be used to that kind of uh, space through the middle. I just I just think it's a completely different uh, game of football when you play at that level. They, mm. they need a chance. I mean, old, I Brighton, think old Brighton is a great example. Yeah, maybe. I, th- I think I think centre backs. I think Scott Dan. He's got his centre backs, and actually, even when Phil Jones came in, I thought he played pretty well. So I think that's probably why Scott Dan's not getting picked. I understand what you mean. Um, I just, I just, don't, uh, I think well, it's, I think it's going forward. It's going, I think it's that midfield, though, Marcus. I mean, when you look at the injury list, you can't just go, oh, "I've got my four for the summer," and assume everything will be <laughs> well, fine with them. True, You've got yeah. to give someone like Scott Dan a chance. And but your he point of view, is... sorry, Marcus, your point of view on Nolito, for example, right, he's not getting anywhere. He's not. I mean, caps he got a four or five. Right. He's an old. He's an older player, right? In, and that's fine because Spain are really good. I mean, like 2014 aside, they won three tournaments in a row. It's not, Nolito cannot sit back and look at his career when he's 50 and go, oh, I only got five caps and it's a disgrace. He's going to go, no, I only got five caps. I was a very good player. We've got a lot yeah. of other good players. Someone, yeah. like, someone like Michael Brighton, I, I'm not, I don't know why I'm banging the drum for him particularly, but it seems like a reasonable, a reasonable example. England aren't doing anything. But the trouble is he wanted his best squad for this game. And it was a shame they were all out. So Michael Brighton's not going to go in the summer. So I, I, I think that's why but Marcus why not because if Leicester if Leicester okay little thought exercise if Leicester get fourth Mm-hmm. And Michael Brighton's played every single game and been brilliant and not got anywhere near a sniff of the England squad. Mm-hmm. Hodgson's making a rod for his own back. True, but I think there's more. Well, okay, but I think there's more chance of Jesse Lingard becoming. But why? Because he's playing under Van Gaal at Manchester United. Two games. Well, no, but he is playing. I think Lingard is certainly one for the future. All Brighton, I think, is probably he's a young player, admittedly, but I, I wouldn't imagine All Brighton will turn into like a, a, an absolutely fantastic player. He's a decent Premier League player and he's having a decent season. But he's All Brighton, you know, he, he left Villa because he couldn't get in the side that much. You look at it like that, whereas Lingard actually has got a real chance and has shown a lot of promise. That's probably it. it just it just seems to me that certain players are groomed and decided to be England players. I mean, like, so, I don't, this is not disrespectful. I know what you're saying, but so, I'm just saying for those that particular example. Yeah, fine. Okay, I was just trying to think of players that are more outside of the traditional few, and it's worth thinking about. There's also only so many meetups left, so you know, it's. It, I guess if there's players he's made decisions on, then he he sort of can't go back on it. You know? But, yeah. the, but I mean, it, it does seem a bit mixed up. True. The selection policy. The, the finer details of the squad, Maybe though, is is not why Spain pressed England. England panicked. Would then have to sort of hit it long. They hit it long less than they have done in 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 previous uh, matches against sides like that and then when England go forward they just don't because Harry Kane had a few sights of goal like I said and England I know you could say that Spain did and they didn't take the opportunity but I think my great hope is that England will learn from that and they'll be able to find a way of playing against the Spain because there are many ways of winning a football match mm-hmm. and Spain have been beaten they, I think the Slovakia beat them in the group and obviously they didn't have a great World Cup so mm-hmm. ugh, it's a bit it's it's obviously a big hope and it's 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 not likely but if England just look more comfortable you're saying it's on <laughs> I'm saying it's very much off but if England if England are just more comfortable I think playing against that kind of opposition that's I think what we ask if we're under the cosh fine but play well under the cosh you know what I mean mm. have some fun we always say this before every tournament when we've lost all of our best players and we go oh god we're going to absolutely spank let's just have some fun let's have some let's fun let's just have some fun let's yeah. have some fun right we're going to talk about more international football after this little break heads up it's the Ramblers It is the Ramblers. That's us. We're back. And uh, the Welsh, they lost at home to the Netherlands in a friendly. Mm. They were missing a few players themselves, of course. Um, and not, not a bad result. I mean, they scored a couple of goals, and that would be encouraging yeah. for them to, to score against 
still a good side. I know yeah. they haven't qualified. Well, they they got back into it very well, which yeah. is very spirited. And I think they they showed a little bit of naivety uh, when when they equalised, when they scored. Um, got it back to 2-2 they sort of switched off a bit they were so giddy like yeah we've, we've done it yeah. we're still on this incredible <laughs> crest of a wave and against teams with, with players with a quality of you know Iron Robin and yeah. Baz Dost even who had a like great game uh, you just can't do that because you will get punished and that's the lesson for them from yeah. that game they have to learn from that I think Wales's sort of template for the Euros sh- should be of somebody like like Turkey in Euro 2008 Remember, they just didn't know they were beaten. Mm. They just would not give up. And Wales, they're coming in in this huge wave of euphoria, and they need to take that into the tournament because they, they do. They, they're so inexperienced there. They can't let their heads drop if things start going badly. And obviously, they've got the quality of Bow and Ramsey to come come back in as well. Um, but you know, even though they lost three two at home, I, I, you know, that, there's a lot of encouraging signs in that performance from the Welsh. Yeah, definitely. I think <laughs> for for Robin's first goal. The defender sort of put Robin on his right foot. So Robin went out, went went cut inside on his left and went, you know, overcompensated and just went back and back and, and still managed to score. You know exactly <laughs> what he's going to do. Yeah. You, I, I think I, I understand why Wales want to play that game. I don't think they should be too distraught by losing it. I mean, they're not playing it. They've not played. Netherlands are in a bit of disarray at the moment, as we all know, but they've got fantastic individuals. Yeah. And Wales need to practice against playing against those sort of yeah. teams. And the Wales Dutch actually looked a bit more relaxed, didn't they? Oh, they, they would be, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. just finally like, oh, it doesn't matter now. And Wales were missing two of their best players. Indeed, you know? yeah. So looking pretty good. Northern Ireland handed a little win for them against Latvia. Yeah, Sean, again, that's good to Steven be in the winning Davis. habit. So it was Steve even Davis, sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's just good to be in the winning habit for Northern Ireland. Mm. You know, even though you know it's you know supposedly only Latvia uh, or whatever anyone might say, Northern Ireland they're one of those teams where you would look at them in the past and always expect them to have to grind out any victory. Whereas now you kind of expect them to win, which is such an impressive turnaround. Well, the, the funny thing with Northern Ireland, is I think that's their first friendly win in about eight years. It's a ridiculous uh, record. <laughs> they, they did fantastic in the qualifying. Competitively, they're great. Um, friendlies they've just used it as an excuse to experiment around and stuff but now for them mm. in my opinion it's all about momentum so yeah. that's why they've played a team like Latvia I think I said this last week they play a team like Latvia because yeah. they can get another win on their belt yeah. and they can really steamroller and get, and get, get a head of steam up yeah I think a side like Northern Ireland again they know how they're going to play in, in most mm. of the games mm. so you know a friendly against Spain or somebody like that for them is might not be that beneficial because you could get beaten quite heavily and, you, and actually you think oh, that's a bit of a... I'll tell you something, Northern Ireland, for example... A confident sapper. Northern Ireland will perform in a back-to-the-wall type performance next summer and they'll, they'll outperform England in doing that. Well, we said that about Wales. They're, yeah, they're better at doing that than England are. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. England don't, England aren't used to it. They can't get used to it. They can't get with it. Whereas someone like, a team like Northern Ireland who are used to playing like that can be really solid. And I think they've got a, not a chance of doing anything massive. But, I mean, I don't see why, depending on the draw, they can't get out of the group because they've got such a good team spirit, such a good, like, hard-working ethic. And I think they've got a chance of doing something. Yeah, definitely. I mean, going back to Wales as well, Gareth Bale is, is probably much better off in an international sense being Welsh because mm. he's the main man there. Just, just go and play. We will we will defend and we will graft and obviously there's a bit more of the, the, that going on. There's a bit of craft in there as well. But you do stuff where he's against England. Uh, if he was English, he'd just be put out on one of the wings, wait for us to pass it to Oh, it never comes. I don't know about these I, days. I disagree. I, I, think, think, these I days. think he'd be better <laughs> off being German. <laughs> these days he'd be the best player England got yeah, by true, far. Yeah. He, and he, he, would, he would certainly, I mean, I don't think they'd, they'd get away with sticking him out on the left. I think he's, he's a world superstar. Well, look, I suppose that the point I'm making is that he's, he, he has a more 
kind of defined role. Yeah. Well, I suppose having said that, it's more of a free role. Uh, so, I, I think. I think. We, sorry, Pete. Go on. Uh, sometimes uh, with Wes, I, I sometimes sort of think they could use him a little bit better in that, um, in the same way that um, like Özil drags players all over the place. Yeah. You know, you know, he's going to be doubled up on uh, mm. on Gareth Bale. So mm. let him just kind of just drag people around and make him work a bit harder off the ball instead of just giving yeah. him the ball and going, go on, do yeah. something. I, I well, think, that's, yeah, I think to, to touch on what you're saying, Marcus, to expand on the point you were making really England, I think the difference is that the Welsh players know that Gareth Bale, they, they, know, they know the role they have to play. Yeah. With yeah. the exception of some someone like Ramsey, maybe, who's obviously a fantastic world-class player. Generally, they know the role they have to play, yeah. and they're happy to play it. Yeah. I don't know of English players, certain mm. English players. I couldn't see, for example, I mean, not particularly, sticking him in there any particular reason but someone like Sterling or Rooney mm. isn't necessarily going to ha- be happy that's to play second fiddle, fiddle to yeah. someone no. like Bale whereas, no, that's whereas they are but I think you're right Pete if he if he did that then you could have someone like Hal Robson Carney or somebody like that to, mm. to nip in and get a few more girls or something like that uh, Belgium beat Italy 3-1 ended a run of 12 successive defeats against Italy for Belgium wow. number one ranked side in the world Belgium now they are to I, was, I, was right, in, I was in Ghent for it I was watching it you were. in Belgium it was quite good because everyone was like going way and then they just went back their beers Great beer there, though, isn't <laughs> it's it? Very However good, good their football is, ranked uh, number one in the world, the beer is still When better. everything's 11%, you've got to concentrate on it, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and also the powers of locomotion and walking around. So, yeah. Don't take it lightly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I saw uh, a bad result for Greece. Luxembourg won, Greece nil. Greece, same again. Yeah. Still yeah. not in the races, are they? Bothered. Always the same. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's a friendly against yeah. like come on uh, absolutely unbelievable just not up for it <laughs> <laughs> yeah sorry can we briefly go back to the Belgium of course um, we can Italy game to touch on Kevin De Bruyne's finish oh lucky yeah, first goal do you think it was lucky what bouncing the ball yeah, like a volley very deliberate he bounced it into if the he, ground over the goalkeeper that, that. that looked like an absolutely really world class execution them, didn't he? Oh, you're only hit the bar. He did, yeah. He didn't mean it. No. <laughs> <laughs> but on, on the um, on the Greece thing, I could just imagine the, the manager taking him in the dressing room before the game and going, "Look, well, that's done now. Yeah, you can't go back now. Little confidence booster for you. Chance, chance for you guys. New players in there <laughs> <laughs> to make a name for yourself. Maybe force yourself into the squad, sort of on a more permanent basis. Yeah. And after the game, they just come back in and he goes, "You don't fancy that one either, no? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there's only like four or five of them there. Yeah. Most of them are going home. <laughs> you, you didn't like that one either. All no. right, no, 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 no. fine. Okay. Maybe I'll have a look in the mirror and see if there's anything." <laughs> Are you eating a Scopolos cheese pie? Yes. Yes, I am. Okay. Not for you, that one. Fair enough. Okay. Okay, we, lads, we are running out of opponents that you will be able to play against. Yeah. Andorra, Luxembourg. Yeah. Was it Andorra that beat them? No, Faroe Faro Island. Island, sorry, yeah. yeah. Right. Ronaldo Island would beat them. Yeah. <laughs> Even yeah. if he was the only person there, just him and his, like, staff. Even yeah, if he got right. sent off at half-time, he'd still beat them. <laughs> right, clean shit. Oh, no. Come no. on. No, <laughs> not a clean sheet today. Uh, yeah, so they were the friendlies, but uh, the playoffs have been been happening, of course. Uh, at the, the time of recording, the the Irish have not played Bosnia Herzegovina. They drew one all away, which useful was useful. I mean, obviously, Jacko scoring straight after. Oh, well, I couldn't uh, see anything was happening. So, yeah, uh, the yeah, what was that? The fog yeah. was absolutely amazing. But uh, <laughs> did part of you not just think? I would so love to be playing in that. Yeah, that looks like so much fun. Like I'd novelty trousers, fog I'd, match. I'd pull my shorts and pants down. Would you? Yeah. So would Pete, wouldn't you, Pete? I'd pull yours down. <laughs> just look, just normal fog behaviour. You know when, when, when the fog sort of set in, I was thinking about Ireland getting undone by Thierry Henry and that cheating handball, and I thought, oh, not again. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like three goals yeah. in the fog and it not just being played. In. Yeah. <laughs> Surely fog is pretty good for the Irish. They they know they're kind of like fog, don't oh, they? Oh, go on. No, carry on, Pete. I want to hear more about your stereotypical uh, world, Irish what, weather. What, for the weather? Yeah, <laughs> having a go at their weather. I thought oh, you live in London. It's quite foggy. London's got a world reputation for seen, fog. Have you seen Game of Thrones? Yes. 
Yes. Yeah. Fog. <laughs> Game of Thrones is not set in Ireland. <laughs> it's filmed there, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Not the same. No, I'm glad you cleared that up. Exactly the same, in fact. It's I'm... actually from the Northern Ireland. Yeah, I believe that's uh, true. Okay. So. I hope yours. I'm glad you... I've never seen it, so I'm glad you cleared that up for me. Um, Ramble, Ramble for more Ramble. <laughs> for those who remember that. We still, get, we still get tweets from people saying, I cannot watch the Game of Thrones theme tune anymore. <laughs> and it was like a year and a half ago. Um, Robbie Brady scored a lovely one. Yeah, he was yeah. decent. He was decent on the left. Apparently, and he, yeah. cut, he cut in on the right, off the right for his uh, for his goal. He's, he's he's good player, Robbie Brady. Yeah. Actually, rating. you know what? They they were missing some key men. Ireland. That's a, a bigger result than I think they're getting credit for. I, th- I think I think so. I might have nil. I mean, we don't we won't see. Yeah, but um, yeah, the goalkeeper, not the not the usual suspect. In it net. was Darren Randolph. Yeah, yeah he had a yeah. good he had a good game though. Yeah, what a nightmare that is for a keeper. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he he doesn't, especially when he doesn't even play for his club. He plays for West Ham. He doesn't get in the team. In those so. conditions, I can't see anything. Yeah. One of the great things was seeing um, one thing you could see was Roy Keane celebrating the Iron Guard. It yeah. looked so unnatural. Yeah, that <laughs> he, like, is. Pumped his fist and like jumped out the dugout. It looked really weird. My Jason McAteer um, said this week that Roy Keane's um, actually a bit of a softy and he's not that hard at all. Like, You're right, Jason. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Ris- I will you not wanna... be risking that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe hide. That's yeah. a lose-lose for you. You've, yet, you've, you've not convinced us, Jason. <laughs> uh, Sweden beat Denmark in, uh, in in the first leg there, 2-1. Uh, Forsberg and Ibrahimovic. They, put them in a, they did put themselves in a good position, but the late uh, Jorgensen goal was blown it wide yeah. open. Ibra was on fire, wasn't he? Yes. But he, um, he, he was on a mission, wasn't he? Yeah, he absolutely was. But he strayed offside um, when he, he scored what... I think, you know, he could easily have checked his run and scored there to make it 3-0, but uh, they're back in it, the Danes. The atmosphere yeah. in that one was absolutely incredible. Yeah, you'd As expect, you'd expect that. that. Yeah, I thought Forsberg was really good. I thought he was so mm. busy. I've not seen him play before, and I was very, very impressed. Yeah, I mean, he scored the first, won the penalty for the second as well, didn't he? He looked gutted as well um, when they went off the pitch. I was obviously very very committed, because that's uh, a good result for them. One of, the note, one of the notes I wanted to make was for Morten Olsen, the Danish manager. Someone that doesn't really... I mean, he's yeah. a sort of character that we would sort of try and lord on the show a bit more. I mean, he, he played... Uh, he got over 100 caps for Denmark across 19 years yeah. and he's managed them for 15 years he's managed mm-hmm. since 2000 he's got them to qualify for quite a few tournaments he's done That's very it. very well has he been picking himself though <laughs> no not anymore no he, he might have been at some point <laughs> but he only, I feel sorry for him because he only just missed out on the Euro 92 winning thing he retired a couple oh, of years before oh. um, he's been such a great servant to Denmark I think he might be stepping down after next summer I think right, so it'll be yeah. really important for him to qualify for that tournament he won't want to go out without qualifying but I don't know if they will I think Sweden might close it out mm, they've got Ibrahimovic in their way mm. Bentner yeah. missed a sitter didn't he <laughs> Just oh, goes yeah. the same, really, isn't it? Yeah. Well, not for Denmark. Denmark played. Yeah, for Denmark, he scores right? goals for Denmark, doesn't he? He does, he does. Um, another man who scores goals for his nation, Yarmolenko, mm. uh, <laughs> for Ukraine. Thing. Yeah, it was. He's got quite a few goals, actually. He's got a decent scoring record. I think he's still playing in, in Kiev. Surprised he's not had a little movie. Maybe he doesn't want to, and that's fair enough. Happy where he is. Yeah, <laughs> leave him. Uh, yeah, I didn't think Ukraine would struggle against Slovenia. They, I mean, they probably should have gone... In the second, into the second leg with with maybe three. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, I, th- I think they should be all right. Oh, Handanovic made a great save yes. in the Slovenia goal. He's a, he's a good goalkeeper. He is a good goalkeeper. Yeah. I think they've got another, they've got another great goalkeeper as well. And it's, like we said before, with a, with a smaller footballing nation, if you've got two really really good players, it's annoying that they're in competition. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they both can't well, play. Like England with Hart and uh, Butland. Butland. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I suppose. Um, but Hungary are through to the to the Euros, so the first major tournament since 1986. Great goal from Priskin, I think. It's, yes. Uh, we call them the mighty Maggiers again. We can call them the Maggiers. Yeah. Okay, well, the mighty ones. Yeah, the medium Maggiers. <laughs> the the Baggiers, according Mag- to Gabor Kirai with his baggy trousers. Yeah, yeah. Maggiers TBC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there he was again at the age of thirty nine. He got his hundredth cap in the first leg, and then his one hundred and first to uh, to get them through to the tournament. Is he going to be in the squad for next summer? Uh, obviously, drop him. 
Send a message. You wait for like, no, now it's a tournament, you've got to wear um, shorts. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he'll just, he won't on principle. Send what message? To old people that they are not needed. Not welcome at this yeah. tournament. You can't, rest on your, you can't rest on your laurels. Yeah. You he isn't, he's playing can't well. Rest on your shorts. Yeah. Yeah. He was asked about his famous jogging bottoms before the match, and he said, it's essentially a question of comfort. <laughs> Yeah, wow. Substance before style he's gone for, isn't he? Yeah. Goodness. Yeah, apparently um, if when he says he play, I've played on clay, played okay. on clay or grass that's been frozen in the winter and it makes your legs hurt when you fall. So jogging bottoms seemed obvious. But they're mm. not the same all year round. And presumably as a professional footballer, you haven't played on clay for a while. Did he play on a, was it in our weather pitch? I don't, I don't know. I'm fairly mm. certain I've seen Kiro wear jogging bottoms in the Premier League in yeah. the summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely just, no need. That's what he wears, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. And, and, and I always thought, why doesn't he wear the. You can wear some fetching tight ones now, yeah. but he said, I always take a size above to facilitate movement. Oh, I, I think. G- giving it the big one about his winky. Maybe. Yeah. I think, come on, <laughs> Gabor Karai is actually three people. And um, <laughs> well, in a, in a, two in of them are holding the main one up. <laughs> yeah. Three midgets. Yeah, I like the idea of that. Yeah. Yeah, fair, fair play, Jim. Uh, but yeah, they're through. We look forward to seeing the Hungarians uh, alongside England at Euro 2016. There's a chance we could get beaten 5-3 in the group stage. 6-3. 6-3, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> There's every chance. No, 5-3, yeah. so it's a genuine improvement. Yeah. Oh, okay. And England yeah. have done the same amount of research they were able <laughs> yeah. to at the time. Hungary, to get rid of them. <laughs> Don't worry about them. <laughs> People forget that the return... England were like, well, we're not having that. Yeah. We'll play you again. <laughs> 7-1. <laughs> <laughs> People uh, have to, I think it was similar. People have to forget that England then went to Hungary. But oh, is that how you want to play it? We'll turn up to your back guard, see how you like it, catching us off guard. Wasn't, wasn't and it there, was a worse beating than the 6-3. Wasn't there talk of in, in the World Cup 90 that I can't remember it was, but one of Bobby Robson's assistants said about Cameroon in the quarterfinal, yeah, you'll get past him. That's a bye. Oh, he, Essentially a bye. Was he correct? Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Judge him on his results. Yeah, exactly. Told you. Yeah. That's it afterwards. Judge him on Having a beer. Told you. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, Robson comes in. Bag of nerves. Yeah. Yeah. Sweating. Yeah. What? What? You got there, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. After extra time, well, still there. It's one report on Germany. Don't want to read it. <laughs> <laughs> not interested in that West German report. It's not going to go a penalty. <laughs> yeah. They're a lottery anyway. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me. Uh, we're going to talk about some World Cup qualification for Russia 2018 after this. Well, Marcus, I think it was a nothing, nothing result. Craig Brown, welcome to the football ramble. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great 
great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Oh, Craigie Brun. Don't forget the uh, preview show, the Football Ramble preview show with uh, Bet365 going out on Friday mornings to you. Yeah, I mean, the bet of the week last week, the bet 365 bet of the week last week was Roy, Robbie Keane to score. Roy Keane. It wasn't Roy Keane, no. And I got, <laughs> I got quite a bit of stick about it on Twitter, actually. And I don't know, maybe I didn't explain it properly, but my feeling was that it was going to be a very tight game, which it actually was. Yes. And I thought, there's no reason why Robbie Keane can't come on and get the best, get the first goal. I mean, mm. it was it was nil-nil to quite later on in the game anyway. Yeah. And Jonathan, I actually thought it was a reasonable shout. Jonathan Waters was suspended as well, so Indeed, that I was, thought Keane might take a penalty. And when I heard the first goal go in, Robbie Brady. Uh, <laughs> well, Keane wasn't playing, was he? No, exactly. But, you can imagine my uh, my disappointment. Yeah, anyway, I, so yeah, every Friday we do a better <clears throat> week every week. So yeah, give, give a, it a, go. a tangible mm. sense of uh, for, for disappointment. Mm. Um, but the problem was, of course, that uh, Robbie Keane didn't play. <laughs> that was Good. the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Rub it in a bit more, or <laughs> yeah. Just should we just end it there? <laughs> well, ju- I thought I'd say that just before anybody said. I thought Robbie Keane was um, chewing to play at some point because he's obviously always supported Ireland since he was a boy. So. <laughs> right, World Cup qualification talk. We're already talking about the World Cup. Yeah. Yes. Because it's, it's it's happening, and we go to South America. Never a dull moment, and it was the big one. Argentina won, Brazil won. Lavezzi and Lucas Lima with the goals. Am I am I right in saying that um, the reason they're doing the qualification for World Cup 2018 now because they're giddy with excitement? Is it because when they do the Copa America, um, they don't actually have to qualify? No, they for it don't because no. there's, there's not enough teams as it is. So they yeah, just they, don't get that anyway. They invite one as well. Indeed. Don't they? Okay, I was just making that clear. Well, they've got one or two, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Mexico always get the nod, don't they? And then one other, I think it is. Yeah, usually. Yeah, it was Japan once. It was Japan well, once. Yeah. There was. Remember, there was talk of Spain. That'd be great. Uh, but they were a bit like, hang on a minute, because it was during <laughs> when Spain were world champions and they thought, oh, this is an awful idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, there was talk, then there was like talk of England and they were like, yeah, that's a better idea. <laughs> yeah. <And> England were like, <laughs> 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 imagine that if, so bloody silly. <laughs> <laughs> imagine if Spain had won that as well. I mean, did they even play football? <laughs> Ridiculous. Shocking. The <laughs> <US> and, <laughs> yeah. Mother! Bobby Robson has assured me they do not play soccer football down there. Mother, there's a strange chap on the phone. <laughs> Fetch me both of my monocle. <laughs> uh, Lucas Lima, he was talking about killing lions to stay in the Brazil side. Yeah, this seems to be a common thing it, in Brazil. It has to be an expression, doesn't it? it we just we thought are, it was... either that or they've got to be careful they're not going to be like publicly shamed by Ricky Gervais. <laughs> and, 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 then, and yeah, then David Luiz got in trouble for genuinely trying to kill someone yeah. with his studs. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Uh, oh yeah, William said recently that every time he plays for Chelsea, he tr- he has to kill a lion. So yeah, it must or be that. Might just be that Mourinho really is losing his mind, yeah. mm. <laughs> or he's maybe or, it's the mascot or the security guards. Oh, well, you know the extra security. No gym. wonder they're so in danger. Maybe that's in Stamford Bridge. Yeah. Um, Argentina, they are second bottom of the group, just two points above yeah. pointless Venezuela. That's not my thoughts on Venezuela. That's because they have zero points. Uh, Brazil are fourth on four points after three matches. No South American team has qualified for the World Cup after winning none of their first three qualifying matches. Mm. Wow. There's always big casualties, mate, for the World Cup. Argentina. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I mean, they've just got a star-studded lineup. But taking a point off Brazil isn't that terrible, is it? It may just be that it's a quirk of the fixture list that they've got this big game in there now, and True. they may, you know, mm. break that record. The home loss against Ecuador was a bit uh, of a yeah, indeed. Yeah, but they're flying, and they are, but and uh, and they will be literally because they're away to Colombia this week. Um, I'm talking about Argentina. 
That's flying diffi- things, aren't you? It's a difficult game, that. That I mean, is a difficult game. If, if they don't get a win there, and that is a tough place to go, then, my goodness, it's a terrible start. But then they had this under Diego Maradona, and they went through, didn't they? Yeah, <laughs> just about. It was just about. But they still got an automatic place. It was Uruguay they edged out in um, the playoffs. I think Uruguay then went into the playoffs. Am, am I right in saying Argentina have never failed to qualify for the World Cup? Quite possibly. I think, I think that must be the case. Yeah. Well, the bottom bottom line is, I'm, I'm sick as an England fan, us playing them. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could happily miss out on that every year. Uh, Get lost, years. yeah. yeah. Uh, we need a new rival. <laughs> Uh, to uh, smash us every time. Really yeah. right, well, Portugal did it for a, a bit. A, a, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but a lesser one. So we started off with Germany, yeah. and it became apparent that they yeah. kind of moved on to bigger and better <laughs> things. Going to be Wales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, no, we had Scotland for a while, didn't we? Oh, we had Scotland for yeah. a while. Then we thought we got a bit big, big for our boots. Yeah. And then Germany, and then we had to knock, knock it down a notch. And Germany and Argentina. Now, and then it was like Portugal and Romania. And now I don't know. Portugal filled in Slo- for a while, didn't they? Slovenia and yeah. San Marino. Yeah, San, Marino. Marino. San Marino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, they haven't got the better of us. Smash those losers. Mm, damn right. Uh, Ecuador beat Uruguay 2-1. As you say, Jim, they are flying. They're the early pace setters in the group, winning three out of three. Yeah. Well, well done, those Ecuadorians. It feels like Man it... City flop Felipe Caicedo at it again. It feels mm. like it might be. It's sort of, we're in a sort of era of Chile at the moment, aren't we? Chile are the team who are sort of impressing the most around yeah. there. Well, they, did, they, they dropped points at home. I mean, it was to Colombia, fair enough, but Vidal and Rodriguez with the goals. What I like about South American football is the big players perform. They really do. And actually, both goals were proper, like, sort of really indicative, um, almost like. Like little hallmarks of the, both those players' styles of play. Yeah, Vidal yeah. was a really strong header in the box. He had three it. different heads around yeah. him. Like he really could hurt <laughs> He's a little guy. He really but, wanted it, didn't he? Yeah. But Hammers Rodriguez is was this really sort yeah. of tidy, brilliant sort of swivel and finish where it almost looked like he'd let the ball get behind him a bit. It was like, no, nah, I'm really good. It's fine. And yeah, it was. <laughs> I got such desire as well. If you look at someone like Alexis Sanchez, he just oh. goes back and forth all the time. But it was, wasn't just Sanchez though. It was, as you say, the, the, the whole game was played at that that high tempo. I think. Colombia and Chile both feel that, you know, top dog status in South America is mm. there for the taking. They Ch- both have great sets of players right now. Chile are a great example for being greater than the sum of their parts. Yeah. Because they, they do have a couple of really great players, of course, with Alex Sanchez and, and Vidal. And they've got one or two others as well. But they're such a unit. They're such a, uh, a team who play for each other so yeah. much. And, and those two players aren't seen stealers for their um, no. their actual clubs. So I think that's that, that kind of works into that as well. Yeah, just yeah. Part, of a better, like yeah, team. part of a good team. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think with England, I mean... Like, it's absolutely no excuse we, for someone like Alexis. If Alexis Sanchez can go to international breaks and tear it up, travelling yeah. like 7,000 miles each way every he's, time. He is ridiculous, though. Yeah. He just he can't turn himself off. Over the summer, after he just won the Copper America with the last kick of the game, he went on holiday and, like, you know, his instructions were to have a rest. He's posting videos of himself training on the beach on Instagram. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, I love go it. Go to sleep. Stop. Yeah. Like yeah. Arsenal fans everywhere go, stop this. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's talk of Vengham going to have to give him a break because he has, he has he has looked a little bit tired on occasion yeah oh he has yeah no he's but he's he's had um sort of you know fits and starts he's had some really good patches of form and then drops off a little bit but, um, but apparently how, if he misses a chance in training he adds a lap to his warm down my god my goodness but how can he be tired jim if he gets paid all that well, money exactly yeah that's yeah. how bodies respond you just rub money yeah. on your body and it's fine <laughs> yeah that's right that is right everybody uh but don't try that at home uh or indeed the workplace you'll be weird uh let's go to asia we mentioned ages ago when bhutan made it into the group stages of the bhutan asian clan the, <laughs> the bhutan clan yeah. very good jim and uh, they made it to the group stages of the asian uh, qualifying for the world cup after they beat sri lanka in a playoff which was a huge thing because they were the bottom ranked side in the fifa rankings bhutan clan coming at you that's right. Watch your step, kid. Watch your step, kid. 
Mm-hmm. Carry on, finished. Yeah, I've answered that. Um, good. I think they can know the Bhutan crew actually, Luke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pete once uh, called Wu Tang Clan Wu Tang crew in my presence in a bar. Other people heard. Thank you. Bye. Uh, in uh, more importantly, in front of Doc Brown's uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, presence. Yeah, yeah. Who I, is a I, legitimate rapper? I like our Wu Tang crew. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. I was drunk, yeah. very drunk. As I said to you before, as I said to the police officer as well, it's not an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> well, in case we hadn't uh, given any updates since uh, Bhutan made it into the group stage, I can't remember if we have or not, and you were desperate to find out what the latest is, they were beaten 12-0 by China. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bhutan, come and play England. Come on, yeah. Know your level, eh? Yeah. Um, slugs. <laughs> <laughs> Bhutan slugs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we, we never backed them anyway. Rubbish. Yeah, rubbish. Um, let's go to Japan. Um, <laughs> where... Me and Joe have just, just come back. Yeah, I yeah. know. Well, you'll you'll so be all right on this, this, right. this is old news to yeah. us. It's right yeah. up your street, this lot. All over it, mate. This little lot's right up your two street. Our dories. Yeah. yeah. K- King Kazu, as he's called. Kazu Yoshi Miura, the world's oldest prof- or thought to be the oldest world- uh, <laughs> the, old world- <laughs> the, the oldest football's worldest playman <laughs> King Kazu the, the oldie worldie yeah. footballer the oldie worldie footballer yeah he's thought to be the world's oldest professional player Kanu's son isn't he yes probably yeah. uh, he signed a contract ex- extension of 12 months which will take him past 49 years of age he plays for Japanese second division side Yokohama FC The con- I love this the contract extension was announced at 11 minutes past 11am in tribute to King Kazu as he wears uh, the number 11 jersey. He said, I'll continue to give everything I have and strive. There'll be a lot of striving, let's be honest. Um, <laughs> he scored three times in 16 appearances this uh, season. It's worth pointing out that he made his professional debut in 1986. I'm of an age where I look at that and I sort of go, oh, is that, that doesn't seem too bad. Because oh, I've been what? watching football for a long time. Yeah. It's like, oh, mm. I'm getting well, old. He's currently out with a thigh injury, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a thigh left. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, and now it's time for the highlights of the week with Luke Moore. Hi, everyone. Um, I've got an update from Tobias Ashton, who got in touch last week with this highlight of the week about uh, Torquay extending their unbeaten run due to their game being postponed. Um, (laughs) They got beat uh, 4-0. You boot-hand it up, guys. They had a man sent off, but at least we've still got a lesser-spotted player manager, he said, which is great. That is good. So business as usual back at Torquay. And there's another Torquay-themed one here as well, actually. Um, Simon B on Twitter would like to, uh, nonetheless, despite the defeat, give uh, props to the 30-odd Torquay key fans who made the 700 mile round trip to Barrow only for them to get beat 4-0 as we just said That's a big, big trip um, Taylor Wilson says his highlight of the week was the final whistle at Fratton Park yesterday I agree with that <laughs> they stuck the place out absolutely terrible um, Carl Hodgson says that I'm looking forward to the overwhelming prospect of Kieran Dyer having a banter on I'm a Celebrity did oh, you see God. that? no yeah. um, so Kieran Dyer's obviously gone into I'm a Celebrity get me mm. out of here and uh, I think ITV asked them to do a little statement each, each contestant to say what they were looking forward to. And Kieran Dyer's was, I'm just looking forward to having a banter. I'm a Mickey taker. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to having banter. Something no, like it was that. a single solitary yeah, a banter. A banter. Oh. So we're yeah, looking forward to one. knowing when I've, it's going to happen. I've had me banter, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got that. Maybe he thinks a banter is like a little um, worm or something he's got to eat. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. it could be. Yeah, banter grub. Um, <laughs> Muspatch Ram says, I'm, uh, my highlight was saying, I'm full of money to my wife. Without having a clue what I was talking about, she wanted change for a parking meter. <laughs> <laughs> if that's not a euphemism, I don't know what is. 
Um, my, I'm full I, of money. Oh, and I'll just finish off this little one before you guys do yours by saying my heart of the week was Paul Scholes taking as many opportunities as possible at Old Trafford in that charity game to shoot as he could. <laughs> Thus not only making a point to Louis van Gaal, but also trying to single-handedly give Old Trafford back the uh, the entertainment he feels they've been missing. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, right, I'm sorting this out myself. Yeah. I'll shoot any time I get the ball. He nearly scored a beautiful <laughs> dink in that match. He did actually score a goal, a goal from mm. a Beckham cross, didn't he? Which is lovely to see. Yeah. I think Gary Neville might have even given the ball to Beckham. So it, it was, was Phil Neville. Was it Phil? Okay. Phil Neville. And, okay. and that cross from Beckham he's still the best cross of the ball in England have ever <laughs> England have got yeah. good lord it was great, wasn't it? Oh, marvellous um, Raul winning the North American Soccer League Bowl with New York Cosmos ending mm. his career yeah, that's great isn't it with winning, a win. winning a trophy with 21 year career Beautiful. it's got to be a highlight isn't yeah, it? nothing compared yeah. to King Kazu mm. no well it's easy you know? <laughs> um, low light for me low light if I may sort of edge this into the highlights uh, section Harvey Renard getting sacked six months yeah. after being in charge of Lille. But 13 points from 13 matches. I think that's a bit hasty, personally. Go back you, to Africa. Newcastle fan, I'd take that. <laughs> yeah, was there talk of him being linked with any other job in the Premier League, like Aston Villa or Newcastle? Or no, that? I don't think so. Why do you think, keep uh, thinking this is the Newcastle? He's only got his feet under the table. Because no. I'm trying to think... Uh, McLaren's still because, there. Let me, let, me put this, let me put this another way, because when it comes to com- comedic stuff happening around Newcastle, we've yeah. been doing this show for a long time, we're running out of options. <laughs> <laughs> if I can link Harvey Renard to it... I would, mileage, I would say it? the way Harvard, Harvard um, dresses, it's a very big market look, I'd say. You could just oh, paint for the older on a, gentleman. On a just, night out in Newcastle, <laughs> yeah. my yeah. You could just paint black stripes up a daily shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tight fitting, yeah. Yeah, uh, my highlight, a lot of people tweeted in about this as well, um, is the extraordinary news that Mattia Flamini um, has created a type of acid that uh, is able to replace petrol um, and is launching into a $20 billion market. It's an oil, is it an oil substitute chemical or something? Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. one of 20 that uh, is viable as an oil replacement. Yeah, but he's actually made it viable and patented it. So I mean, it's... not personally, he's paid for it, he? <laughs> Yeah, he has. And he's employed a, a world-famous scientist to do yeah. it. Yeah, but he's still pumped his own money into it. Oh, and in Italy, I assume he's <laughs> literally done it all himself. Diversify <laughs> your assets. There's nothing yeah, wrong with that. Exactly. It's in Italy, isn't it? Because when he was in Milan, this yeah. is how this sort of came about. He's kept it a secret for seven years. Not even <laughs> Mesut Ozil knew. How is that Nollywood <laughs> film coming along? No one's yet. Yeah, no <laughs> one's that. You think he's just kept it? I'm not. I'm not denigrating it because it's a great thing he's doing mm. and it's important. Yeah. But the reason he's managed to keep it a secret is essentially because no one's that interested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or believes it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's told everyone. Yeah. Think, but like, he still kept it a secret. I don't think yeah. other players are proving no. him every day. Go tell us. Go tell us about your acid. If he was pissed. Oh, I have created this. Oh, shut up. Why it's not does, true. Why does Flamini talk like that in your mind? <laughs> um, staying, uh, sorry, with uh, the managerial merry-go-round in uh, League 1, obviously talking about uh, Harvey <laughs> Renard, because it was 13 points from 13 matches and he went, but Montpellier have only 12 points from, from their opening matches, but uh, they're only Louis Nicolan, the better yeah. time we had a mention. He, he's back to the manager and he said, I'm keeping him. Okay. However, some of his signings are total losers. <laughs> losers. There's an eighty percent chance I sack him next season. <laughs> Bloody hell! Eighty percent. Presumably, that's only eighty percent because it's ninety percent. He'll sack him this season. Yeah, the manager rings up. Sorry, just about those comments you made. Yeah, you've got a twenty percent chance. <laughs> Prove me wrong. What about those loser. Pl- what about those players? Yeah, loser. Which, sorry, which players were you talking about? Not telling you. Great he stuff. owns the club. Those yeah. players are not going to play for him. <laughs> Great stuff. Oh, do you want? I'm drawing a website please, roundup as well. Please. Um, yeah, website roundup on thefootballroundup.com, edited by the always excellent Kelly Wells. Uh, she's got. 
got Harry Redknapp and Garth Crooks joining forces to shield the world's first duck-billed football boot, which we oh, talked yeah. about last mm. week briefly, yes. maybe. Mm. Um, and further news on Brewtown's attempt to get their goal difference into three figures, minus, not plus, as Marcus touched on <laughs> earlier. And uh, Weekend Football explores the concept of time travel with Ronaldinho, David Seaman and the Beckham boys. Um, what else have we got here? Oh, yeah, she says, follow Kelly at Kelly underscore Wells, uh, but she's going to be in Iceland next week, so if you Ooh. do, you might get a bonus footage of her having a fist fight with a journalist in an airport. Hope not, yeah. uh, but could happen. Feel free to set off the uh, Roomba in the Icelandic pe- penis museum. There you go. This is what I did. An, oh, offer, wow. an offer you would find very difficult to refuse. <laughs> uh-huh. um, speaking of, uh, can I give my highlight of the week? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't have the chance. You just moved on, Spelzy. Well, I, I thought we were you done. Pig. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you pig. You had yours with the opening question. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, I, go on then. Let's let's take it back. Uh, big Sol against Ronaldinho in that football match. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Just knocking him over and going, oh, I'm the best. Oh, I'm the best. Oh, it was great. It was <laughs> great. Such a knob. It was also great when he got subbed off because he looked genuinely annoyed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And also uh, Beckham failing to connect. Well, he connected with the header, but he went over the top of the bar from a Beckham uh, corner, which was lovely. Oh lovely yeah. Nice. I would love if he scored that. Yeah. Beckham Lovely. versus Beckham. Lovely. Uh, Pete, you've got something else to say now, haven't you? Uh, loads of stuff. What do you want me to say? Uh, talk about 4 4. It's not about cheese grates again, is it? Oh, that's right. Yes. 4 4 tunes. Uh, basically, last week, um, a young man by the name of uh, the excellent uh, Dean uh, from 4 4 Tunes. <laughs> not he's always he's, excellent. He's yeah. just excellent for <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. He's been excellent for one week. Uh, he's a lovely bloke by the name of Dean from 4 4 Tunes. He put together a cartoon of uh, a bit of last week's show, and he's going to be doing the same this week. The video can be found at youtube.com forward slash football ramble and over on his channel where he does a lot of animation that takes the mick out of football as do we uh, youtube.com forward slash 442 so it's 442 oons yeah. see what he's done there thank mm. you very much Dean especially because he got pelters last week for uh, having us on his channel yeah, the football, the football <laughs> yeah, ramble, very different uh, audiences the football round animated I mean he's made us all look fairly handsome mm. which I'm yeah. happy about we're yeah. all delighted with yeah. it yeah it's good stuff yeah, yeah we are uh, any more for any more? No. Good. No. Uh, if you want to get in touch, the email address is shoutthefootballramble.com. We're on Twitter, at Football Ramble. Go to the f- website, thefootballramble.com. And, uh, of course, 44 Tunes and, and so on and so forth. Facebook, like Facebook. all of it. Yeah, Instagram. Yeah, you beans, you, you know. Oh. You ruddy know. And if you're American, listen to us twice a week on uh, Sirius. Tuesday and Thursday. Sirius Radio. Sirius F- XMFC. Yeah. Tuesday and Thursday, 1pm Eastern, you guys. You're damn right. 10am Western. <laughs> Aloha, Hawaii. <laughs> that would be uh, a, a different one. It would, yeah. But, but you know, if you're just giving them a shout out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Also, so, I've got an old oh. iPhone. If anyone wants to buy it. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> bye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. See you later. And it's goodbye from me. This weekend on Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio, we're going to be live at the Hawthorns for West Brom versus Arsenal. One for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com. You, Jim, and if you live in the West Midlands, you can uh, now hear Absolute Radio on 105.2 FM. Lovely.